I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. We have such sights to show you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Check out the big brain on bread. I guess I was probably returning videotapes. I am big. It's the picture that got small. Hello, everyone, and welcome to, I guess, episode two of the Movie Roulette Tuesday podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. I'm Carl. And this week, so we just recorded our inaugural episode. If you haven't listened to that yet, you you should probably go back and listen to that. That explains (laughs) what exactly you were doing and why and the history and the rules and everything. But uh, this episode uh, deals with... Uh, my pick uh, this week, which is the unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, it is a, uh, a Nicolas Cage movie. No, it's Nick Cage. Well, it's Nicolas is it Cage Nick? as Nick Cage. Oh, oh. So I, I, I'm a Nick Cage, Nicholas, Mr. Nicholas Cage fan. <laughs> Um, I, I do. He Using is, his birth name. He is the most ridiculous actor in Hollywood right now, and I, I just I get a kick out of him. Whether he's in his you know a, a serious role or um, just crazy, like who else is going to do Mandy, right? Like <laughs> as an actor, or who else can pull it off? So. Uh, I knew that we were going to be recording this week. I, I always put a fair amount of thought into my picks. Sometimes it's last minute, but there's a lot of thought in a short mm-hmm, amount of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, Jan. And I had I had some other picks that I that I canned. I mean, Troll was was going to be a, a, Troll one. A, a one. No, 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 not the Troll. New not troll. the series. The new Troll. Film. It's oh. like a Norwegian uh, okay. yeah, CG. Yeah. It's like an asylum kind of film, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, 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 no. Anyway, so through my own. Methods. I, I I came to this movie. I, I had heard about it before. Um, Read us the back. And I forgot all about it. And uh, so so now we're here. So uh, there is no back of the movie. Yes, but from, from IMDb, the storyline it says, uh, let's see, the fictionalized version of Nick Cage must accept a one million dollar offer to attend the birthday of a dangerous superfan, Javier Gutierrez. Uh, things take a wildly unexpected turn when Nick Cage is recruited by a CIA operative, Vivian, and forced to live up to his own legend, channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and his loved ones. Uh, this picture is rated R. Ooh. If anyone cares, Salty. and uh, a little bit of trivia <clears throat> about this, which I I don't find it very interesting, more disappointing actually, only because you're not mad, you're just disappointed. I, I'm mad and disappointed because <laughs> I read this and I thought I, I cannot wait to watch this, only to find out because I didn't read far enough that it, it was cut from the film. So here, some trivia it says a sequence involving Nicolas Cage reprising some of his most iconic roles like Face Off, Con Air. Leaving Las Vegas and Gone in 60 Seconds in a long black and white fight sequence between him and his younger self in a surrealist German expressionist set evoking uh, uh, of the cabinet of Dr. Caligari was cut from the film as the studio thought it didn't fit the third act. According to Cage, the deleted scene will be released on home media. Thank God. Now, I don't buy movies. 
uh, Carl I, I, will, will I will pay to rent them. Carl, as he mentioned in our inaugural episode, is our archivist. <laughs> so Carl will buy maybe it. I'll get to see this fantastic scene at some point uh, once Carl actually actually buys this. But eventually, yeah, eventually, <laughs> if it ever makes it. But yeah, uh, that that's my pick. I'm uh, I am excited. I'm so excited. Nick Cage. Torin, do you want to come say hi? Our daughter Torin just walked in the room to get more food. Hi. She says hi. There she is. She says hi. So, yeah, um, Nick Cage reprising Nick Cage. I. Yeah, I mean, what is there? What else would, would, would you want? Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Nick Cage fan. I mean, certainly, you know. Back in the Raising Arizona mm. days, yes. I was a huge fan, and, and, you know, he's definitely multidimensional. I mean, leaving Las Vegas, the guy won an Oscar, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. amazing. Um, you know, and, and there was a stretch where he did a lot of kind of direct-to-video or not, not too great movies, but I feel like recently directors have really harnessed his energy and like just the the Nick Cageiness. <laughs> you know, like, harness his energy. I, like Matt mentioned, Mandy. I feel like like Nick, like that movie was made for him. Mm. Like sure. like yeah. it, it definitely suited his his crazier sensibilities. Um, Color Out of Space is another recent favorite of mine. He's just so um, out of control. He did. I've heard good things about that movie Pig, uh, <laughs> but I haven't seen that one yet. But. Um, if he's in it, I will more than likely watch it. It'll it'll be interesting. Doesn't mean I'm gonna love it. He's but ridiculous. I, I will watch it, and that's why he's a ridiculous human being. But this, ridiculous. It also has Pedro Pascal, who is who is very solid. Yeah. So he his past accomplishments show that he can be a serious actor. Mm. It, it get, leaving Las Vegas. That's like one movie okay, ever. That's what. What was the movie where uh, he like? Oh, geez. It was, it was like a Christmas movie. He went out for, like, cigarettes or something, and someone shot him, and he died. No, that wasn't a Christmas movie. That was about the family man. The family man. That was a good movie. I thought that was good. My memory might be a little fuzzy. Yeah, I saw that, that in the theater when it came out. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't that was remember a good when movie. that was. I but like yeah. That. I thought that was good. But He's just he outrageous. Fun with He's outrageous. Him. He's an outrageous man. I'm not saying that's bad. That's not bad. I can't. But, but yeah, there's, so the, there, there's Leaving Las Vegas version of Nick Cage, and then there's the Wild at Heart Nick Cage, uh, especially that that era where he he would go Moonstruck, on Vampire's a Kiss, snap out of it. That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good movie. Anyway, so this is it. We'll see though. I mean, <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll see if this is any good. What are we having for dinner but tonight, that's about guys? It. Yeah. Um, what are we having? Um, th- there's there's a quiche uh-huh. over there. Is it yeah. quiche Lorraine? Quiche Lorraine. No. Is it quiche Lorraine? Yeah, it's just ham and cheese and onions. Quiche so not Lorraine. true quiche Lorraine. No, it is. That's what quiche thought, Lorraine isn't is. Isn't there broccoli quiche yeah, Broccoli or spinach? So. Sometimes spinach, but I don't think there has to be. I don't think it... I don't know. But quiche Lorraine to me is just ham, and it's so not diet, you know, healthy food. It's, it's eggs. It's eggs protein. are good for you. And cream. Yeah. <laughs> and then I see hash Damn. browns over there. Hash browns are over there. You can never go wrong with hash browns. You cannot. So we're going to do that. Yeah. We're going to eat that right now. We're going to eat that. 
So let's wrap this Absolutely. up. Absolutely. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, let's see some quiche, and we'll be back later with uh, our thoughts Post on Nick Cage. the unbearable where, weight where are massive you, Where are you getting this from? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the Pirate Bay. I, no, no, no. No, no. you are not. No, so. He's lying, everybody. Believe it or not, we, we actually do pay for our movies. Uh, we do. Regardless of where we watch them. Fair and square. And uh, you, can, you can stream this on Prime. It's not free. Uh, if you have stars... Stars with a Z. You can uh, you can watch it for for free or for however much you pay for that service. But yeah. um, I think you can rent it for like two ninety nine in, in HD. A small price to pay. Uh, a small price for to pay for the majesty of for, Nick. For the unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> right. it is. Thanks. We'll be back later. Bye. 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 Well, welcome back, everybody. We are returning. From watching uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent, starring, starring Nicholas Cage, and Nick as Nick Cage. Cage, as Nick Cage as himself, Pedro Pascal, Tiffany Haddish, Demi uh, Moore was Demi in there Moore. for a minute, for for a hot second, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what do we think? <laughs> Matt, I, I mean, it's your it was your pick. Yeah, so it was, it was what did pick. you think? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I really didn't know what to expect going into it. I didn't read anything about it beforehand, uh, other than, you know, what was on IMDb. But, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed Nicolas Cage playing the, the different characters. Um, there were a lot of different elements, uh, t- to the movie. At times it was an action movie, at times it was a, a comedy I don't know. I think there was something in there for for everybody. And it was also self-aware, making fun of itself. Oh, my God. This movie so, uh, was absurd. Yeah. And not in a negative way. I don't mean it in a negative way, but it was absurd. Yeah. There were, like, drug cartels and car chases and jumping off of cliffs and... Nicholas Cage, Cage speaking to a, <laughs> yes. a younger Uncanny Valley Nicholas Cage. Like, what was that? That was his inner self. That was the inner Nick Cage. That was that's his inner but self. But he has to keep in check. Also, I wanted to know how old Nick Cage was, and he is. What did we say he was? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight years old, as of this recording. He, the, seriously, he is using just for men beard gel. What? Of course he is. There's no way. His, Who cares? I care. <sighs> It's distracting. So you're saying the carpet doesn't match the drapes? Is that what I you're saying? I don't think so. I think he has colored every hair on his body. That's what we're talking it? about right now. <laughs> I don't care. That's what I'm noticing. Also, I think he has like a facial droop. Like, I think he had plastic surgery gone wrong. But that's beside the point. Maybe it's he just, has Bell's palsy or some sort does. of condition. No, really. I noticed it. That's all. That's all I got to say well, about that. I noticed that you did not fall asleep. I didn't. I mean, I... You my thought eyes, it. You looked like you were thinking about my it. My eyes were fluttering a little bit in the, in the middle. At what part? When, um... It's three acts. When, uh, kind of near the end, where Pedro Pascal goes to kill Nick Cage, that's when I hmm. kind of started to... So where the I real rallied. tension and excitement exactly. happens. So the, yeah. Like, I am out. I'm out the of, of the movie. Pedro Pascal was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was really good. He was great. He was funny. He was He was hilarious. <sighs> he really was. Do Played you th- well off of Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage's wife in the movie is some Irish makeup lady. Yeah. Do you think that that's 
reflective of real... I mean, he's divorced now, I guess, but is that reflective of real life? I don't know. Like, how closely does this movie A follower of celebrity? I don't know how close to... Who is the real Nick Get TMZ on on there, quickly. Um, But yeah, that was amusing. It was absurd. Uh, So, (laughs) along with whether Rachel falls asleep or not, one of the things Mm. that we had talked about was uh, one of the ratings we can give it, although I don't... Like to rate mm, oh, movies, but oh, one of the yes. uh, one of the things we can say about it is, would you recommend this movie to your mom? Oh yeah, uh, and I, I guess no, no. Uh, yeah, I. You know what? I disagree. I, I think you totally. Oh, I don't think moms will. I think that it's. I don't think this is has a broad enough appeal. Where moms aren't going to get the meta. Anyone could watch this movie. Any, any fan of Nicolas Cage's work. <laughs> I don't know that my mom is a fan of Nicolas Cage. I have to ask. You're, yeah, I bet she is. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I think that's the caveat. Did your mom like Nicolas Cage? Nick Cage. I think your enjoyment of Nicolas Cage definitely ties into your enjoyment of this movie. Because it's there's obviously references to various movies, movies throughout yeah. his career. Yeah. And... Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, non-Nicolas Cage fans, there are things in there f- that they would enjoy, but... I do think your enjoyment of it is enhanced sure. based on your it's liking of Nicolas Cage. To how yeah. much you like yeah. Cage. Sure. But, I, I, I mean, who isn't at least aware of who he is and the whole movie still works, even if you're not a fan? It just works better if, if you're a fan. I remember they, um, when I went to New Orleans on vacation once, I went on a haunted tour of New Orleans because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I do. Yeah. And uh, one of the places they um, they took us was the LaLaurie Mansion that, at the time, Nicolas Cage just bought. Oh, he did? They're like, yeah, Nicolas Cage owns this place now. And I th- Does he visit there? Does he I visit there? I think he, he ended up selling it because he got into financial no way. difficulties. Really? But at the time I, I went to New Orleans, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you know, it, it's... it's <laughs> Slaves are murdered in here, and the ghosts of the the murdered slaves are haunting it. And Nicolas Cage bought it last week or something. And it Is was, there like a framed <laughs> oil painting of Nicolas Cage not, like over the mantle? We couldn't go in. We oh, couldn't go in. You couldn't go in? No. It was like a walking tour oh, of right. New Orleans. Like, but yeah, at the time, right. the LaLaurie Mansion was owned by Nicolas Cage. So he's definitely a, an interesting figure. He, I feel like he went... Hogwild. I don't know that I have no basis in fact for that. In but what like, sense? Like when peak Nick Cage, whenever that when was. Was that? was that like the nineties? I wanna say it was the nineties. Well, like face by off. Peak Nick Cage. Just peak popularity. Mm. Nick Cage, you know, the money's coming in, he's getting he's getting these roles. Yeah. I feel like he just went he probably went nuts. Like buying some obscure locally famous mansion in New Orleans or doing a lot of cocaine and then doing that you know what I mean? like I don't know he just seems like he doesn't make good life choices no, no I don't think he does he makes impulsive life choices I can't I can't really comment on that I don't he know he does that in this movie well this is a movie but it's a movie about it's not about no Nick Cage it's this is an autobiography 
If you're interested in autobiographies about Nick Cage, this is, I recommend it. Oh. Well, I, I don't know. I recommend it. I think anyone would like it. But you won't rate it. There's a lot. No, it's good. I give it four out of five what? Nicolas Cage's. Why the, why the one ding? I mean, it, it's, how could it better? It's just not perfect. Okay, okay. It's not perfect. That's fair. It's not perfect. Three out of five streeps. <laughs> you, you held on at least three out of five. I think it was good. The streetometer. I was enjoy, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, it I laughed. Sad. I think, you know, I, I I like the idea of an actor playing another version of themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. playing a version of themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, like like you yeah. guys said, Pedro Pascal was very entertaining. He was. As always. I enjoyed um, it. Are you going to watch Paddington 2? I feel like I need to watch Paddington I do 2 too. now. I mean, this it was, it was referenced more than once. <laughs> One of the few non-Nicolas Cage movies that were referenced. Yeah. Yeah. Along and with the, the Cabinet of the Dr. Dr. Calgary. Of Dr. Calgari. Which is he a good movie. not in that, yeah. I like that movie. He's not in that movie. <laughs> he was not in Paddington 2 either. I don't... Are you sure? No, I'm not. I've never he, seen it. He was in the Croods 2. Croods 2 was also referenced several times. I'm 44 years old. Why would I have seen the Croods 2? Exactly. I I identify a lot with that line. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But uh, I'd say three out of five streeps. Not a masterpiece. I I definitely didn't enjoy it as much as as some of his other more recent movies. I chuckled a lot. No. He was definitely lower key. He was more understated. I can see. That's why I don't rate movies. Because... You say it's not, um, you didn't enjoy it as much as some of his more recent movies, but those are totally different kinds of movies, right? Well, like sure. The, the Color Out of Space, which I also liked and enjoyed, but I can't, I can't put them side by side and Well, you and, just and don't, compare. I mean, can't rate. Here's the thing. I, and I, we should have said this in the inaugural mm. episode. I am not any kind of film Expert, oh, so none of us are. I'm not. No, no. I'm not gonna rate this. Oh, the the mise en scene or like all of this this technical. You said like, that I'm not, wrong. I probably did. <laughs> I probably did. It's alright. Right. It's my, cool. my, my, Be cool, my, anybody. But it's right. just yes. I could have. I could have Frenched it up. But um, <laughs> the streep scale is is scale. purely my enjoyment of the movie. That's all that okay. matters. So I it, it as far as alone. my enjoyment. Three out of five streeps. Well, I where I would it, I would rate Mandy. Yeah. Because I I like you, I would be more apt to rewatch it. that mm-hmm. more than I would be apt to rewatch this. I would rank Mandy four out of five. I streeps. would There's rank. More reason to rewatch Mandy than than this. This is pretty straightforward, Mandy. Yeah. Sure. But that's why. Okay, so that's why this movie gets four out of five. Nicholas Cage's Mandy. Even though I I enjoyed this movie more than Mandy. Mandy would get five out of five Nicolas Cages because he's acting so hard. <laughs> he's always acting hard. This, yeah, just different. So is your Nicolas Cage uh, rating? My cageometer. Is that just for this movie? It's for all Nicolas. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, maybe all Nicolas Cage movies, okay. really. Okay. So you're gonna come up with a different rating scale for? I don't movie know. I'm gonna. Yeah. Maybe. So where this leads you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna play it out. The rating. Well, I'm going to be consistent with my streep scale. That's fine. You do that. And this movie, three out of five streets. Okay. Okay. I think that's fair. All right. Well, then, we 
Yeah, I think the quiche was delicious. Thank you. It was. It was yeah. really quiche good. Quiche and hash browns. Quiche and hash browns. Quiche and hash browns. Can't go wrong with that. Nope. Quiche and hash browns and quiche. Oh. I can't think of a better first uh, review episode than that. I can't either. Yeah. It was very satisfying. Um, so, uh, and again, something we probably should have mentioned in the first episode, but who cares? As far as the order of things, so this week was Matt's pick. Mm. Next week will be Rachel's pick. Oh, that's right. And then it will be my pick. And then it'll start all over And again. then we, we go around. So, Rachel will be on the clock for next week. Yep. Okay. I will introduce my pick to you next week. Yeah. And we'll go from there. Does anybody else have anything more to say about the unbearable weight of massive talent? Definitely check it out. I thought it was good. I'm glad I picked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you did, too. Yeah. It was a win. Okay. Thank you so much. Well, until next time, children. Okay. Bye. Until we meet again. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.